Hi, my name is Jennifer Thorpe, and welcome to the Pure Social Podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to educating, enlightening, and empowering others individually and collectively. As we grow and transform, we can impact lives positively and change our world. Hi, everyone. Welcome. For today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you briefly about boundaries. Um, To be honest and to keep it real, I had a situation that occurred this past week that really threw me for a loop, so much so that I wasn't even sure how I was feeling internally and was very grateful to be able to have some conversations to be able to dig deep and to explore a little bit about what I was feeling and to also have opportunity just to do so on my own. But with that being said, I thought it would be a great opportunity to share a little bit about what I have learned about boundaries and also I thought it'd be a great refresher as well, not only for myself, but for those of you who are good at setting boundaries to be able to dig into our toolbox once again and figure out some things that are able to help us emotionally and spiritually. And for any of you who have read the book with Dr. Cloud and Dr. Townsend, you will know that they have given great examples with Property Line. And it's so funny because I'm sitting here recording and being able to look at my backyard and be able to clearly see my property line and was thinking about boundaries. And there's a couple of areas that are discussed um, within this book, but then also just throughout anyone who's ever been to classes, who sat in seminars, when you learn about boundaries, it's really hard to set boundaries that are emotional and spiritual, because they're hard to be seen, they're hard to recognize in our relationships with others. And unless we um, acknowledge what our boundaries are, it's really hard sometimes for others who don't know us as well, and even people who do know us as well, to understand what our boundary line is. And a boundary line, even in the physical sense, but for the emotional and spiritual sense, it is a property line. I love that example that is given by both doctors. And I love just the three concepts that come along with it. You know, having ownership, which is really control, having freedom and choices, and then also having um, responsibility. And I was thinking about that this week, um, as I think through even looking at my backyard, um, I had an example of, oh, I think I'm doing well in my boundaries. I know I'm not perfect at them. I know that the goal is not to be perfect, but to continue to have process, to continue to grow, excuse me, in my, in my process and to continue to progress and to continue to mature. But I had a situation happen. Um, There's a soccer net in the back. So I'm just going to keep going with what I'm seeing. And uh, basically a soccer ball kind of just popped into my yard unexpectedly. And it was a situation where it really kind of hit some things in my past um, that lot that I was very resolved with. But then there was something that came up that I really felt was bothering me internally. And I didn't quite have the words to to figure them out. So I wanted to share with you a couple of things that I think are really important for our toolbox. Number one, you cannot set a boundary. I cannot set a boundary if I don't know what I'm feeling. I cannot set a boundary if I do not know if something has come into my property line that I do not welcome or do not want there. 
I have no idea even if it's a violation if I have no understanding about what is bothering me. And so with that being said, I know you've heard this term before on the podcast, but it's so important for us to first really be emotional scientists. I know that's a term, especially for so many people who have been doing great work in the field of our emotions and really being able to help us to connect and grow in our vocabulary. That is something that I hope everyone is being able to do and continue to mature in and grow in. But it's important for us to be an emotional scientist because we have to know what matters to us. We have to know what affects us and what is beneficial to us. I know that's something that I had to figure out this past week. I've had to journal. Again, I've had to have conversations about but what matters to you is really important. We have to know what matters. What, what do we value? And what do you value? And in that, we must value ourselves in order to be able to do so. Another thing we must be able to do as we try to discover um, what we're feeling internally is we have to be able to have understanding for ourselves. We have to be able to understand what is causing us to feel um, either confusion, feeling anger, feeling um, hurt, feeling pain, feeling um, overwhelmed, feeling happy, excited, you know, not just the bad stuff. Not that those things are bad. Those are all things that we're expressing. But what helps us to feel inspired, motivated, um, focused, but also what are the things that help us, you know, or not necessarily help us, but cause us to feel down, disheartened, exhausted, just drained, even apathetic. There's so many vocabulary terms that can happen. And that's the next thing that I wanted to mention. You know, do we have the vocabulary to be able to put things into words? I will say for this past week, I was not prepared for the soccer ball. It kind of just took me by surprise. And it required for me to be able to dig deep to be able to pray, to be able to journal. Journal is something that's really good. It really was able to help me to see on paper what I was feeling and thinking. Again, being able to have conversations uh, with people who know me at my core, um, who sometimes even know you better than you know yourself in certain situations. Um, those things were really helpful. But having the vocabulary of what you're feeling is one of the most important parts of being an emotional scientist. Because number one, it empowers you to be able to get the help that you need. If you don't know what you're feeling, you cannot get the help that you need. And sometimes that help simply comes in your own personal spiritual walk. It can come by you walking outside and you're having revelations. Um, you could be writing and so many things can just be birthed into life. And then there's literally you're having conversations that are renewing, that are refreshing, and are also creating light bulbs for you. And you're able to see, okay, what's going on here? What am I figuring out here? And also, and to be able to go a little bit further, if you're finding that this is something that's very hurtful, very damaging, um, causing pain, maybe even flashbacks, um, this may be a time where you may consider maybe I need to get help with that. Maybe I need to talk a little bit more about that and revisit this area of my life that I experienced healing in, but right now I feel very wounded. And so there's, again, for those of us who have worked through things, there's nothing wrong with being able to go back and work through some more uh, because you always benefit and those around you benefit. So once you are able to explore, again, being an emotional scientist, figuring out what matters to you, and then you can have understanding, how is it influencing you? And I wanted to go back to that understanding because so many of us 
can literally um, be taken over by our emotions. Um, Again, the goal is not perfection. None of us are perfect. Each of us have a different um, tolerance. Um, But there are some of us where our emotions can literally just be rampant. And we can be scary not only to ourselves, but to our loved ones and to people around us. If we don't understand what we're feeling, we won't understand how it influences us. And it doesn't allow us to go back to that word that I mentioned earlier. It doesn't allow us to have ownership in our property lines. It doesn't allow us to have freedom. And it definitely doesn't allow us to take responsibility for our actions. So understanding is key. And then again, being able to have the vocabulary Having the vocabulary is empowering. It allows you once again to get help um, if need be, but it also allows you to explore, to be able to develop and to work through the things that you're feeling and to acknowledge to yourself that this is why my boundary or my property line has been crossed or this is why this person has been able to respect my property line. And so With that being said, I just wanted to move over to something again that I had to do this week was I had to reset some boundaries. I had to really decide for me personally what I wanted to accept into my life. Do I want to have access to a bit of information that maybe I really don't want to know? And I had to decide that for myself. And sometimes even as you explore your emotions, there's time that's needed. There's a process. So I want to encourage anyone who's listening. It is okay if you don't figure it out on the first day. It took me a couple of days just to figure out what I was feeling. It is okay to be able to explore. And sometimes that takes a little bit longer than a few days. Sometimes it's a week. Sometimes it's longer. That's fine to be in. The goal is, again, not perfection. The goal is not even to have it all figured out. The goal is progress. The goal is to do the work and to show up and to continue to do the work. But once you have this figured out, um, this is where you're able to then have your property lines in place and where you can take ownership. You can actually say, this is what I need or this is what I don't need. I can do this, but I'm not going to be able to do that. I will accept this, but I'm not able to accept that. This is where you're able to be able to look at your boundaries and to see what is going to be the best for you emotionally and spiritually. And I think for many of us who um, in the spiritual world where we really do try to also put scriptures into practice, I also want to encourage you, you know, in Psalm 16, it says, Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup and you make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have an inha- a delightful inheritance. When I think about that, this scripture used to stump me, I have to say, but I've always loved it. But when I think about that, I think about how the lines are in pleasant places. I think about how it's delightful. I think about how it's securing. You know, for again, for those of us who are listening It's an opportunity spiritually to see that it's okay to be in a pleasant place. If you're feeling that you're being in a situation where someone has overstepped, where you're not feeling secure, where it's not pleasant, sometimes those things happen for us to grow. But if you're finding yourself in a situation where you have set a line and it continually is continually being crossed, then it can easily be that that person is not being respectful and you may need to be able to reach out to that individual and to be able to have a conversation about what your boundary line is again 
and that this is what you need in order for you to have a relationship with this individual that's going to be healthy. Property lines are so important. They're beneficial to us. I think about there's so many things when there's freedom involved, when there's choices involved, you actually have a choice. You are designed to have choices, not selfish choices, you know. Um, and yes, we need self-love. We need self-care. But avoidance can be really damaging as well. We had a podcast a couple of weeks ago when we avoid we don't um, do ourselves any justice and we don't do others around us any justice. And so it's so important to figure out um, and to face the areas of sometimes conflict in our lives, the areas that are uncomfortable in our lives so that we can figure out what choices we want to make in our property lines. And then we can in turn have the freedom to not only be able to express those to others, but to be able to live them out for ourselves. And the last thing I wanted to share is you set boundary lines is really the only person that you can ever be responsible for. And you'll hear this many times. Many people will say it, but it's so true. I can say it a thousand times. You are responsible for yourself. You are responsible for knowing how you feel. You're responsible for having understanding of those feelings. You're responsible for your own vocabulary. You're also responsible for telling someone when they've crossed that line. But you're responsible for changing yourself. You can't ever change anyone else. And so as you set boundaries, really ask yourself, what do I need to take ownership of? Maybe you didn't do anything wrong, but acknowledge that as well. If you didn't do anything wrong, I did nothing to cause a soccer ball to pop into my backyard, but it did. And so with that being said, even though there was nothing that I needed to do to say that, oh, I took, I need to take responsibility. The soccer ball came into my yard. No, I did nothing wrong with that. But the point I want to make is that once it's in my yard, I am responsible for what I do with it. I am responsible on how I return it. And so I want to encourage you as you all are thinking through and listening to really ask yourself, what do I need to take ownership of? What are the choices that I have within my boundaries? What freedoms do I want to enjoy? And what am I responsible for with my own emotions, for my own emotional and spiritual health? Um, Once you know that, then you will be able to have the vocabulary to be able to articulate um, boldly, proudly, confidently, this is what I am willing to have in my property line. These are the colors that I would love to put on my walls. These are the things that I would like to do in my house. And these are the things that I would like to get rid of. Once you're able to do that, you'll be able to take this small foundational process and turn around and to be able to apply that not only to yourself, but to your relationships and your friendships and with your marriage, if you're married with your children, even if you have children, it's so important that we not only have boundaries, but boundaries are special because they give others an opportunity to learn boundaries as well. They give, especially our children, an opportunity to learn how to be respectful and how to respect others. Boundaries can be so good and beneficial. And so for those of you who are listening, I hope that we can really have a great week of being emotional scientists and a great week of setting healthy boundaries that are going to really allow us to grow emotionally and spiritually and enjoy the lines that have been set in pleasant places. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope today's podcast was thought provoking and helpful. 
If you want more information, be sure to visit my website, thepuresocialblog.com. Sign up for my weekly newsletter and follow me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Also, I would love to hear about what resonates with you and what may have inspired you. Please leave a review and spread the word about this podcast. Thank you.